Alright, and with that, we should be live. Alright, sweet. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. How's it going? I'm back, but Paul is not here, so we've we've swapped places. And we did a trade. <clears throat> this is what happens. I'm, I'm sorry you're stuck with me. Yeah, Paul wanted to take care of some family stuff, so he's gone. Hopefully he'll be back next week, but the best to them. Yeah. But John, what have you been up to for the last two weeks? Oh shit, did I stream to my account? Oh, piss. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You gotta, uh, like, take stuff down? Yeah, give me a second. I'm a dumbass. Oh. What's happening? I fucking forgot. I've, it's what's been a while. What's happening? It, it's what? been a while since I've done top-down. Like, I've done the streaming part of it. I'm sorry. Oh, man. This is great. All right, now we're live on top-down. I'm an idiot. I am a All huge right, hey idiot. Guys, I'm sorry. True fans saw the pre-show over on John's account. Let me go ahead and delete the pre-show now. Because I'm sure my audience is like, what the fuck? Why was John live for... Went live for a couple seconds there. Yep, I'm an idiot. This is great. Yep, That's I have that, people uh, in my chat going like, hype! And, yep, no, that was a mistake. This is, this, is, uh, this is that marketing strategy we talked about. Oh, I'm an idiot. I want to slip it in there for a few seconds. Oops. I am an idiot. Anyway, how what was, what's your last two weeks been like? Uh, it's been fairly busy. Uh, we've been, uh, or I've been rather, getting ready for a charity marathon. So this Saturday, I'm doing a big charity marathon stream. Yeah, no, plug it. What's what's the charity? What's the what's the games? What's going on? Uh, we're doing Breast Cancer Research Foundation (BCRF). Uh, they are a obviously they're a research charity. They're one of the best known ones for breast cancer. They focus on uh, mainly like studying and treatment, pre-treatment rather, trying to eventually like fix everything before it happens. It's not more. It's not about treatment per se as much as it is about like stopping it before it starts or dealing with stage four metastasis cancer so uh we'll be raising money for them it starts 1 p.m mountain time on saturday and it goes till about 1 a.m it's gonna be roughly 12 hours might be a little less than that okay and and we are going to be doing a bunch of different things i'm looking at my schedule here now uh we're doing crowd control which is where people can donate bits to control what happens in the game i'm playing uh, have, you said, what game, have you said what game you're doing? I've not said what game we're doing for that yet. I'm waiting to see if okay. something drops last minute. Uh, we were doing a weird controller stream. I've got a special controller I'm going to be using on that. Are uh, these all surprises that I shouldn't be asking more about? The the schedule is is live, but like there are things that are not mentioned in detail on the schedule. So basically, I'm giving you whatever like information what the, is public, like what the controller. Okay, so yeah. I won't I won't ask further questions. Yeah. I, sure. I've just I've just written down the Thrustmaster, and that's about all it's it's going to be called. Okay. I mean, I've seen a few videos on the internet that were called the Thrustmaster, but not, I'm assuming yeah, not, this is not something those, different. Not, not those, yeah. Okay. All right. I can send you some links after the show. If I, I appreciate you offering that. I'm glad you had those ready in your bookmark folder. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, they're good videos. <laughs> so, uh, There's going to be an intermission there where we're going to have some Amiibos fighting. Some Falcon Amiibos are going to be doing some Smash Brothers matches. Classic. Soul Calibur Six uh, with creative characters are going to be going on there. That was a recurring segment from uh, from our old Coliseum. And okay. Chaos Fortune Cookie, which is where people donate and uh, they donate towards specific games they want to see played on stream. Sure. And, and is it just you or is there like raise, guests? 
It's going to be mainly me, but also like my mods are going to be helping out. I'm going to have co-coms like that. And I'm going to have uh, people doing donation readings. My wife's involved and stuff like that. Nice. So, yeah, well, that yeah is, people should tune in for that. That is going to be that. So uh, we're aiming to raise 35,000 U.S. Now that's that's, and wow. that'll be this Saturday. Is that doable? Like, have, is, this a, is this an annual thing? Uh, this is the first time we've done this. Okay. How do you feel about that goal? <clears throat> I think we can do it. How did I you th- come up with that goal? How did, how did you, I'm assuming you didn't just say 35. Like, you must have done some amount uh, of math. Originally, I was thinking, like, what number popped up properly for me, and it was 40. And it, I was like, that would be a good Where, one. Where'd you get 40 from? Uh, it was just based off of previous history and uh, some of the other segments okay. that we had done at the time. But okay. I've basically been doing the math in my head for uh, figuring out whether or not it's going to be uh, like, I will this be doable? Is this going to not work because of the time of year it is, because of what's going on in the world, etc. So it's it's been like, it, right. it's been like hoping. <laughs> it, to be it, fair though, I mean, I remember that was a concern with, you did a different. You did another charity stream a few months ago. I, I can't remember which one it was. That was uh, yeah. That was uh, Coliseum. Run guys Coliseum. Yeah, I remember that. That was another concern, but that did not seem to be a concern when it came to the donations. Didn't you guys like rock it? We were super concerned, uh, and we had set our, our original goal really low, and then we crushed that goal. We had set it to like one fifty, one fifty k, and then I think we did two seventy. So, like, we right. almost doubled right. it. Right on. Well, I think you're going to be fine then. Probably, but I don't. I won't have the the pull of all of the people from Runaway Guys Coliseum. It's just mainly going to be our community. So, I don't expect like a ridiculous goal like that anyway. So, I've like sweetened the pot as much as I can with uh, a bunch of the different offerings we've got. <clears throat> I've got a bunch of different go- uh, stream goals offered if we hit certain marks, and uh, we've got a bunch of prizes and stuff like that too. Right, I think I've seen some of the the prizes on Twitter and whatnot, like amiibos and stuff. Yeah, there's someone made a custom Rosa John amiibo that's going to be for sale, uh, or sorry, for for raffle. We're giving away a switch. We've got some uh, some special things from DC Douglas. We've got a bunch of artists are offering commission slots, and uh, we got uh, we got it. Was was the Razor keyboard we got offered? Uh, one of the company we're working for, or rather the charity we're raising money for, uh, had a couple of prizes they slipped our way. So we've also got a Razer Huntsman Quartz keyboard. So I have like a nice gaming keyboard in hot pink. With so. crazy LED lights, I'm assuming. Yep, of course. It's Razer. Did Why you see that not? credit card they announced this last week? Oh God, that was real. I, I mean, I didn't look too into it. I'm assuming it's real. I but thought, the one that I has thought people were joking about that. I mean, I could be. I didn't see anyone say it was a joke, but I didn't actually click the link. So I, I could be talking out of my ass. But <clears throat> People in the chat, excited about the hot ki- pink keyboard. Sure. They better be. They better be. That hot pink keyboard's nice. You can just spray paint a keyboard hot pink. You could also just do that. That is also true. If it really bothers yeah, you then, that much. Then you can make it any color you want. Yeah, but like this is the color it came in beforehand. Sure. Yep. Well, yeah, best of luck to that. Uh, it's my girlfriend's birthday, so I won't be watching. That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I have like a 14-mile hike planned for that day. So <laughs> I'll be in the forest. Well, enjoy uh, the forest either way. But, but yeah, wishing you wishing you the best. 
yeah, nothing, nothing much is going on with me. Today has been a day, uh, so I'm ready just to talk about some video games, uh, if I'm being totally honest. So yeah, this is the Top Down Perspective for October 8th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm John Wheeler. Paul's not here. Paul's not here. So everyone tweet at Paul, uh, where are you at? And uh, anyways, John, uh, let's we've got two weeks of games. What you been playing? All right, uh, we finished up Chrono Cross. I forget if we talked about that last time or not. I know we talked about Chrono Cross, but I forget if we said we finished. Yes, it. you mentioned Chrono Cross. Did you have you like finished it? <clears throat> yeah, we're done. It. We uh, we beat the main game. We got one of the secret endings, and uh, it's all right. I don't like it as much as I do Chrono Trigger, but I can definitely see why people like it. But it's got some weird decisions. Like it, it's one of those games that does like here's the end of the game, so here's the rest of the story we didn't tell you kind of situations. Right. Are any of the characters from Trigger in it? Sort of. Okay. Uh, the th- the three of the main characters, Chrono Marley and Luca, show up as like children. Uh, oh. And is that is that because it's is, time travel, or is this actually set before Trigger? This is this takes place after Trigger. Uh, to go into it is to spoil it. It's one of those situations. But yeah, like uh those three are mentioned and Robo gets a little bit of dialogue. That's that's kind of about it. The others don't show up really. Apparently there were some right decisions on. where other characters were supposed to show up, but they uh they didn't quite make it in. So there's no Magus, there's no uh Alia, there's no uh Frog. But there are references to them all. Oh man, Frog's the best. There's straight up a character so cool. just called, like, Frog's real name. There's just straight up a, a swordsman called Glenn. Okay. But no connection to Frog? No. No connection to Frog at all. Okay. You know what did... You know what was a cool sequel? And how they did, how they tied that together was Golden Sun and Golden Sun 2. Yeah. And, didn't they... Those, like, took place almost simultaneously, didn't they? And then, it, like, they jumped it, like, a year later. Like, there were some tie-ins at the beginning. No, I think it was straight up two took place right after one, but you got a whole new cast of characters and you like slowly like collected the first four characters from that game. So you could like mix your party. Oh, up. that's how it went. <clears throat> yeah. Golden Sun's a great series, but anyway, Chrono Cross. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty much done with Chrono Cross. We've talked about it before, so. All right. Uh, so other than that, uh, we started on stream playing through Alice Madness Returns. So we're playing through that on Mondays okay. now. All yeah, right. I gave them a list of spooky games and they wanted Alice, so. Spooky games. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember that game being just like weirdly long for, for yeah, like the it, kind it looks of game like it is. It's going to be like 15 hours, I think is what How Long to Beat puts it at. 15 to 20 oh, really? in that I, range. I, in my head, it was like 30. But I... And I also no. played that such a long time ago. Uh, Alice Madness returns. 14 hours for the main <laughs> story, 16 for main and extra, 22 and a half for completionist. Okay. Right on. Yeah, sure. Halloween time. Like, why not? Are you liking it? I mean, it's a character action game. That's, that's your genre. Yeah, so far it's all right. Uh, it's got some weird jank to it, though. Like, jumping feels a little weird at times. Uh, controls a little leggy at times. Camera gets stuck on things at times. But it's got charm, otherwise. Is this so, ac- is it American McGee's Alice Returns? Yes. Or Madness Returns? 
Uh, the first one was American McGee's Alice, and then this one's just called Alice Madison Returns, but it is American McGee who did it. Right, but <clears throat> isn't Alice like a pretty old game? Like a pretty different thing as well, kind the of? The first Alice is from 2000, I believe. 2000 and 2001. Oh man, what am I thinking of then? Alice. American McGee. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I mean, that is 19 years ago. <laughs> I just remember like Alice kind of not being on my radar at all, but then Madness Returns kind of being like this big, big deal. And I mean, yeah, because like, the game like hadn't reboot. had a sequel for like a decade. <clears throat> and it, it's not a reboot, it's a direct yeah. continuation. Okay. All right. What Can you tell me the story of these games? Because I can't remember anything. And those live action <clears throat> movies with uh, Johnny Depp are terrible. Yeah, they don't relate to those, thankfully. Uh, first movie, or first movie, God damn it! now you got me doing it. Uh, first game takes place after the first two books. So Alice, uh, in Wonderland and Alice through the looking glass, Alice's house burns down and her family dies and she, uh, stays in a hospital and an insane asylum. And she's been basically in a coma for years. But, uh, after being given her stuffed toy rabbit from when she was a kid. Yeah. She like travels inside her into Wonderland and tries to fix her sanity. And then this one right. is she's this game is like abuse. extremely hot topic. Hmm. Yeah, it's very yeah. it's very goth, very edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second game is she she got out of the asylum at the end of the first game because she is cured, uh, but she still has a bunch of issues she's <clears throat> dealing with. So it's bouncing back and forth between real world London of like 1885 or whenever it is and Wonderland, which is still in chaos. So it's trying to figure out what's going on in both worlds. All right. And you just playing so the, like playing the th- Steam version? <clears throat> I'm playing the 360 version, which came with the oh, okay. uh, the original game. So the original game is on there as well. What? Yeah. Okay, so then I have that, I guess. All yeah, right. it, it comes weird. with like a weird like season pass, but the season pass is literally just the original game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't so that's it. I'm because that's the version I had, obviously. Mm. So I don't. Yeah. Know. <clears throat> Maybe you just thought it was neat because at the time it was like sold as like this edgy ocarina of time kind of game playing game because it plays a bit like a zelda game does it do you get like different weapons and stuff that'll traverse you around that's sort of like you've got like a triple jump and a hover uh but you get some weapons like you've like we're using the vorpal blade which is basically a, a well not quite a butcher's knife but pretty much is like it's right right yeah 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 all right. But then is, you get like you, a hobby like, horse. Is you like get... spooky games. Is that kind of like the thing you're doing or is it just this happens to be a spooky yeah, one? Yeah, I, I, I gave uh, I gave chat or I gave myself rather like uh, 11 spooky games and one non spooky game because that's just how the voting went. OK. And uh, they the wanted Alice. Game? So Alice, the non spooky game was the misadventures of Tron Bon. OK. So it's, it's I thought you Meg were Man about Legends to say the misadventures off. of PB Winterbottom, and I was like, hell yeah. But that's also kind of a spooky game now that I think about it. Yeah. And I don't think I own that. What did you hope won? Uh, I'm cool with what won. I was kind of hoping for the Mummy Demastered or Resident Evil Okay, I heard, I heard that was actually like surprisingly good, especially in comparison to the movie. Yeah, it was definitely better than the movie. And uh, Resident Evil 3 rank was also my, was also my other choice. I was hoping it would win. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was that this year? Yeah, that was, wasn't Resident it? Resident Evil 3 Remake? Yeah, it was, it was like January. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, yeah, because last year was uh, right? Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's been a great 12 years. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. So we're playing the, uh, that on Mondays, but on Wednesdays, we started playing Dead Space 3. Okay, I was just talking to a friend who's like going through all the Dead Spaces. Uh, 3's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played 3. 3's three, weird. I think 3's weird. 3's weird, because yeah, it's, it's not a horror game, right? They're just like, let's let's ratchet up it, the action adventure stuff going with it. Yeah, it, it it's definitely the Resident Evil 5 of Dead Space. Like, it's it's more action-focused and it's co-op. Right, yeah, I remember a big emphasis on co-op. Honestly, that's the one, like, I should play and I'd probably into the most. I've only played two, because one is too scary. That's, two was good. Two was good. Two was, like, the two, right yeah. balance. One one was... Well, one is my favorite, probably. Uh, but it's definitely more horror than, uh, than the others have been. <laughs> three, so far, three, like, we've been flying around in space. We've been collecting and, like, creating things. Like, you can... You can craft materials and weapons and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun co-op, but like, it's it's definitely a bit weird compared to the other ones. But uh, it's been real fun so far. So we're doing that on Wednesdays with my buddy G. We've been having fun doing that. <coughs> right on. Uh, other than that, I'm trying to remember what's on my list because I didn't have it up in front of me. Uh, I was playing a lot of Super Mario Brothers 35 when that came out. Okay, yeah, we talked about this a bit last week, so I'm curious to get your uh, your opinion on it. I really like you, it. I, it, it. Okay, I was going to say, if you're playing a lot, you probably really like it. We're both pretty, like, negative on it, Paul and I. I had a feeling. I honestly had a feeling on that. It definitely like has... Most people are pretty negative, so I'm, I'm curious what, why you're so hot for it. I, I'm positive on it because I got past the fact that they were just spamming 1-1 a bunch. I got to the part where they actually give you other content <laughs> which is really the main issue that game has right now is that it loads one one way too often yeah you play one one a lot our kind of our issue is more of like a kind of on the pacing side where you kind of get down to like the last 10 people and then oh, yeah, it's no, just that... like this t- and then it just takes forever that's true a match takes 15 minutes if if you're going the distance but yeah. uh, I don't know. I still have fun with it. I like how much pressure it kind of gets when you're at the point where it's just like, oh, God, I need to I need to actually like ration my coins so I can keep using the roulette to stay alive. This The timer sped up a ton. I need to uh, I need to actually like be careful. I need to make sure I'm killing enemies a certain way to keep coins. But uh, it definitely could use with some tweaking, like making the timer speed up faster and having harder stages actually show up faster that's one of the big issues with the which launch day was almost every time you played you were getting one one nonstop. yeah that's the only day i played so it was a lot of one one for sure it it is since uh since more people are unlocking things it's definitely gotten more interesting there's more stages and everything to play now in fact you can even start matches not on one one now it's it's amazing it's i'm so glad that's finally couldn't started you already happening. do that because you could hit surprise me right and it would like bounce around <clears throat> what you already had yeah but like like I played, apparently I played 78 games and not a single one started anywhere other than one, one simply because like it had, it goes through the pool of everyone's stages and then picks one. And every oh, time it was one, one for me. Now that more people have more stages unlocked, it's more likely you're going to get other stuff. Okay, sure. But yeah, I apparently played this for about 13 hours, uh, the past That's insane, man. week or so. And I've got 43 wins out of 78 games. Yeah, I only played on day one, so I think the highest I got was like eighth. Okay. Um, the thing is, I just don't really like Super Mario Bros. 1. That's fair. If you don't like Super Mario Bros., then like, why would you even play this? 
Yeah, so it's not doing like a whole lot for me. And I know the yeah. physics are different. Yeah, they're not but, that different. They're different enough. They're different enough to make them feel better, but they still have that Mario 1 jank of like, you have no forward momentum at times. You're dead now. All right. I kind of just, I like the whole idea. I feel like this game is just kind of better on paper than it is. I, I know you're the opposite because you're into it, but um, that's yeah. just kind of my general feelings is I think the execution was not as exciting as the idea of it. I, I would have loved if... Like, they should have done, like, Super Mario Maker 35, where I could have, like, weird enemies from Mario 2 dropping in. Or Yeah, there's a know. lot of hope that they're going to do DLC for this and, like, start throwing in extra stuff from the other games. That would make things super interesting. Because like, this could have just been a multiplayer mode for Super Mario Bros. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2, instead of yeah. leaving Super Mario Except- Maker 2 to die. <clears throat> Except the netcode in Mario Maker 2 kind of <clears throat> sucks, so I'm kind of glad it's not that netcode but also would have been nice if they had fixed that netcode. Yeah, like, no, I wish they had done tons of stuff with Super Mario <clears throat> Maker 2, and this could have... Yeah. Like, imagine if you were just, instead of hopping around stages just from Mario 1, you were hopping around stages from the first three Marios and land. Like, how cool would that have been? And yeah. That would have been real good, yeah. But, like, they would have to tweak that a lot, I feel. Sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. There's a lot of like weird rules to like the Mario games that they have to follow. And like some of the stages are just not designed with heavy enemy amounts. Or like even right. tough enemies. All right. Well, I don't know. Would you spend um, similarly to Tetris 99? Would you buy, would you spend 10 bucks for an offline mode? What would even mean offline mode of this? Just Mario one. I feel like that's what I'm already paying. Well, annually I mean, just bots. Cause isn't that service. what the, isn't that what Tetris 99's offline mode is? Is it's just you're playing against bots? No, there's there's actual like single player marathon <laughs> modes and stuff like that. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, there is yeah. just bots mode and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm curious because that's going away in March as well, right? And this is a March. Yeah, this is a March ending one. Weird. It's so weird. It is very strange. But Enjoy it while you can, I guess. Yeah, it's got cool ideas. Uh, other than that, the last thing I've been playing is Alwa's Legacy. This is the sequel to Alwa's Awakening. Uh, Alwa's Awakening was an 8-bit NES-styled game uh, about a character named Zoe who's going around collecting orbs and, like, fighting this big, uh, saving the land of Alwa from, like, these magicians and monsters. And that game ends with you going to the 16-bit world. And uh, the story is seeming to loop around, and that is what this game is. This is the 16-bit world. Uh, you're traveling through Alwa again, but things are obviously different because now it's higher res and they've got new spells and everything. And I like are they it. Going to go to like N64 graphics next. I hope they jump to either 32 or just N64, just to throw people off, or like just fully realize 3D at the very end. That'd be absolutely hilarious. But um, like, yeah, I don't know. But this one's got some weird jank to it. Like it, it's like not taking inputs sometimes, and like the, the <clears throat> stage layouts are a bit weird at times. Like there's a lot of weird decisions in this, and and a lot of bugs right now that I'm hoping gets fixed with patches. It might even be patched on Steam, but I'm only playing the Switch version, which still has some issues. Okay, sure. Is it all? I'm, I think the first one was like five bucks. Is this also five bucks? Uh, this one I think was twenty. Oh, wow. Okay, maybe the other one will on discount or something. Let me find out. Uh, on Steam, it is $18, so I'm going to assume my guess yeah. of 20 bucks was correct. 
20, yeah, Canadian at that point. Which one's better? I feel like the tightness of the original one makes it better, but there are some good quality of life things in here, and there's definitely more you can do in this one. But I'm not yeah. I'm not far enough in this game right now. I'm I'm maybe at best at the halfway point. I'm probably like forty percent. So uh okay, we'll see right by on. the time I finish it. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Jank and all. Otherwise, that's all I'm playing. Cool. Right on. Uh, all right. What did I play? Uh, I played Genshin Impact, the, the big hotness okay. right now. Yeah. So which what system did you play this on? Yeah, that was such a hard question for me to pick. I, I'm on PS4. Okay. Which last week I said there's no crossplay with PS4, but there is everything else. I was mistaken. It has there's crossplay with every platform. There is only cross saves on every platform but, but PS4. Why? We're like Paul and I's assumption was it's Sony being Sony. Uh, yeah, that's um, right. so I was thinking like, man, you know, it'd be, it'd be kind of cool to have it on my phone, but I doubt I would really play it on my phone that much because, you know, with with the pandemic, I'm not playing a lot of phone games these days. And I don't want to play on my computer. Anytime I can not be at my desk these days is is ideal. But the the idea of being able to one day play it on my Switch, because it is announced for Switch, that was real enticing. And I was like, I doubt the PS4 one's gonna gonna play with the Switch version if it's not playing with anything else. But who knows when the Switch version is coming? I doubt it's coming this year. So, so I, I'm playing on the PS4. <clears throat> I don't think it runs really great on the PS4, which is kind of odd. Like, I feel like there's like a delay to all my inputs, which is just super weird. And I don't know if it's because like this game is like constantly connected to the Internet or something. It, but It could be that. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but either way, the, um, I want to say I'm maybe about three hours in. If people have played it, I just finished like the third little uh, dungeon. So I got like four. Four heroes, I actually have five because I did one roll with all the currency they give you, um, but <clears throat> story wise, they've given me four people uh which i think from what i'm told now is when the game is going to get like real good um but i gotta say this game is like gorgeous it looks so nice um and the only reason i'm not further into it is it just it's it's almost intimidating just kind of how daunting and big this game is like knowing that this is like a breath of the wild like game down to like it seems like they just super copied breath of the wild so it's almost just like another breath of the wild um, it's like, I just know that there is so much and I, I could just fall and sink into this. It's like, I'm just like not ready to dive in. Like, I'm just like tiptoeing my way into the water, but it's too cold. And I know I should just cannonball in and just get it over with, but I'm just going so slow. You know what I, you know what I mean? Are you afraid you're going to get uh, dragged in and want to drop money on this or? No, it's not the money. I'm from what I'm told this game, like it almost is acting like it forgot it was a free to play game. Like the value proposition of the game seems insane to me. You can easily just have a fantastic time before having to put like any before even wanting to put money in. I understand you never really have to put money in. Um, and you just got yourself a sequel to Breath of the Wild. So all all the stories I'm hearing and listening to people talking about this game on podcasts, this game sounds absolutely incredible. But I just know there is like so much to it. The map seems so big that it's like I'm just like. It's a little daunting to be like, well, am I ready to just start an absolute massive game right now? Um, so, so like I said, I'm going a little bit slow. The other part is I'm playing another game that I'll get into in a bit, which is also a big open world game. So they're kind of combating each other at, this, at the same time. 
Um, but either way, yeah, this this game has it, it, it plays well. The the kind of the combat is real cool. It looks great. It's the music's real good. The music's even similar to Breath of the Wild, where it's like pretty somber and low key until something pops up. Um, but I'm hearing just like incredible stories of like, like they have the equivalent of like Korok seeds. Like if you kind of see something off in the distance and there's like a little, like two, two like shrines and one's lit, that's, there's definitely going to be a little puzzle there to do something. And what's great is the sense of progression is really nice. Um, cause you kind of have this overall, like, a, I forget what it's called. It's like adventurer rank or something like that, where like anything you do adds to the adventure rank, including like opening a chest. So you're opening a chest, there's a couple of points for your adventure rank. And as your adventure rank increases, you just get access to more of the map. You get access to more missions. And a lot of the missions are replayable, kind of like the MMO style of like, hey, you can play the level, you know, the character level five version of this one. You can also play the character level 25 version of this one. So you can come back later and just do that a harder one, which is really cool. Uh, the enemies are pretty cool and, and they all have these elemental abilities. So it's like, if people are standing in water and you use your lightning person, you will do like extra lightning damage. You can freeze enemies. You, like there's a really cool dynamic and flow to how the elements play off one another that I'm really liking and to the point. Like it seems you can get like real deep in the combat if you want to and get some crazy chains going, which is super interesting. Um, but I'm just, I'm super excited to kind of see where it's about to go especially hearing that after those first three temples, which is where I'm at is about to where it's about to get like really good. So that that's my plan. You're a breath of the wild fan. You have any interest in this? Uh, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it. I've been wanting to get into it, but I also, I like, I wasn't sure what platform to get it on, nor was I sure like how long it was or was it worth getting my time in since it's a, since it's a gotcha game. Yeah, like, well, like I, was, I said, the gotcha I was looking on is, Steam just then, and it's not on Steam. It's like you have to download it from their website. You do, yeah. Um, which I mean, I don't have tons of experience with that. I just I did look look it up on Steam and and then found that info. Um, yeah, the gotcha stuff is totally not in your face. Like, I have put no money in this. I've been told you can easily have a great fifteen hours of this game before you're going to come up against any kind of issue. Uh, even then. You're like they give you, you know, you're kind of gated by some elemental stuff, but they give you an element of each person like you like you get element and uh, elemental characters pretty easily. And because it's like early and they're trying to get everyone in right now, they're they're just constantly giving uh, players like a ton of currency and stuff to buy new things right now because they're, they're trying to like hook you and be like, mm. isn't it fun rolling the dice? Um, so I guess that's why I said I have like five characters now and whatnot, um, and they're all distinct and unique and it's. I think you're going to be pretty into this. Did you play Dragalia Lost? No. Oh, okay. Because that, that, this seems like a good version of, of kind of that gotcha system where you can kind of upgrade whatever the hell you want repeatedly and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I think you should definitely give it a try just to see, like, how gorgeous this game looks. like, And and just how... It's, it's kind of crazy how Breath of the Wild is. Uh, Breath of the Wild-like it is, I should say. Um... And then we're, I like the saying in the chat, you you have to play for a good chunk of time before you can unlock the co-op, which I really would like to unlock that co-op because um, the Breath of the Wild co-op sounds awesome to me. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's Genshin Impact. Uh, the other game I'm playing that I, I kind of started at the same time that I just referenced a second ago is Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Um, because when you're 
when you're intimidated by starting one giant open world game, you why not the start other. two? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a little further into Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I want to say maybe three or four hours into that one. This game is absolutely gorgeous on my fancy TV, uh, which is cool. I'm not playing the Kurosawa mode. Um, from what I understand, that mode sucks. Uh, and I can tell why you you need the color for like certain counters and dodges. And by them removing the color, that just makes it extremely hard. <laughs> um, I am playing with the Japanese voice acting with English subtitles. Yeah. Which, you know, it's just kind of cool. It actually forces me to kind of pay attention to the story a bit more than I typically would for like an open world game. Because I like have to read it. Otherwise, I don't know what's going on. Um, but even Paul mentioned this before the, the character animation is tied to the English dub. So oh. that's just a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will also say it, it is, it is almost a little distracting when I'm focusing on like sneaking around and, and, you know, I'm focusing on like three different enemies where is one of them seeing me, how should I proceed? And then while I have like a backup character talking to me and I have to look at the bottom of the screen and read that. Well, it's, so it's part of me is like. This would actually be easier if I just put the English dub on, but I'm I'm kind of I'm wanting to try something new here with that. Um, anyway, it plays really nice. Again, it's it's pretty similar to pre uh, Origins Assassin's Creed games, um, where they're not like a massive open world, basically kind of trying to be an, uh, the next The Witcher series. Um, but there's there's just a lot of cool things to find that and a lot of upgrades you can get like every every um piece of armor or sword you get you can upgrade each one of those the skill tree is is pretty awesome because i maybe put two things into the skill tree before everything opened up and now i have like six things that i i would love to unlock so that's i think that's a great uh example of a good skill tree of like oh all of these would be super useful um so I'm constantly just excited to upgrade my stuff. Following the wind is cool. And there's, there's tons of little secrets to find where it's like, Oh wait, like, like, like Jin, the main character, um, will just like comment like, Hey, is that a golden bird? I wonder if that'll lead me somewhere. And then you just follow it. And guess what? It brought, it led me to a small village of people and they gave me a bunch of resources and stuff. And, and that's just super cool. And, you know, I just like Assassin's Creed. So I like stealthing around jumping down from the rooftops and, and shanking dudes. Uh, so it's got the gameplay I'm looking for, um, along with a, with a pretty engaging story for the most part. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the other thing I'm playing right now. Cool. <clears throat> all right. Did you talk uh, about Fall Guys game. Season 2 at all? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was Sorry. just about to. Yeah. No problem. Um, Fall Guys Season 2 started today. I How think it's it? a total bummer. <laughs> yeah. I said, they said they had four new games, and that was kind of it. Four new levels. And they're mixed in with the other levels and not prioritized. So, like, my girlfriend, who is, the like, the major Fall Guys fan in this household, yeah. played for an hour and did not get to play anything new. Ooh. Uh, but she did get to play Seesaw at least three times. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Like, so, yeah, there's four new stages. Um, there's a new season pass and that that's nice. You know, there's lots of fun new characters to unlock. There's an orc costume that looks great. Um, there's also, they now have separate game modes. One of which is like, like main show or whatever, which is just everything. Mm. The other one is 
it's like it's a timed limited one so so for the first week it's like only gauntlet stages which means the only ones you're going to play if you select this one are like basically race ones um which that can be kind of nice if you're like i'm so tired of dealing with team bullshit i don't want to do tail tag ever again makes Uh, sense which i totally i understand that the problem is two of the new stages are team ones so if you're trying to play all the new stuff don't select that one because you're just limiting yourself to seeing the new stages they did update some of the old stages with small tweaks, but they're on the same level of like the mid-season update of we made the, the world gig spin the other way. Yeah. It's weird. Like this is I, f- I understand this is a small development team, but they're making a live game and there I feel like there are expectations at this point for what a live game is and what live game updates, especially when you are saying here's the new season. Like there are, I feel like there are expectations for those kind of game that this one just continues to like not meet, and they're just doing like the absolute bare minimum. And I can't complain that much because it's free, mm. but it's just like coming from like someone who like you know I I play a ton of Apex every season. That game feels like completely fresh. Like I am excited to jump in every season they, when they add stuff, um, or I play like Division Two where it's like boom, here's a whole new season of that new story mode, yada yada yada. Fall Guys, here's four new stages that you probably won't even get to play much. I hope you really liked last season's stages. Oh, that's what's that? You played them for two months already? Tough shit. <clears throat> so it, there's a weird disconnect there. I don't know. Like I said, it's free, so how can I be that upset? I mean, I haven't seen much buzz I, going around <laughs> about it today, despite like knowing people who stream that all the time, so I don't know. Part of me wishes that they had charged for the new season so that more could have been done. And then I get to thinking like, well, why didn't they charge? And it must be because they're clearly pretty successful as is because they didn't need to charge like 10 bucks for an update. Right. And if they're in a situation where money seems to be fine at the moment, then why is it still so lackluster when they do this new season? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but I went from like, hell yeah, medieval new season two to like, oh, I'm probably barely going to touch this like I did at the end of season one because I've played a lot of season one already. And this is just season one again. <clears throat> so that was a let go. Uh, that was a that was a bummer. Uh, anyway, those are the games I've been playing. Cool. Let's get to so, the news then. Yeah, there's only a bit of news. We've gotten over the hump of news, it seems like. Oh, finally, <clears throat> a quiet news day. Quiet news week for sure. Uh, this first one is that the PlayStation trophies are being updated. I think it's actually already been in effect. I think it went into effect today. Um, they basically revamped how much each trophy is worth, and they have increased your uh, the levels. I think the most you could do before was like level 99 or something, and now it goes up something to like 999. That. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so from from kind of the like ranges I was seeing, if you're around like the level 13 on your trophies, you're going to jump up to like 100 and something. All right, I'm curious. As I'm, you're new- I'm booting up my PS4 now to find out. Do, do you know what you used to be? 12, I'm pretty sure, maybe 13. See, I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm real close to around there. I don't remember exactly what it was. Unfortunately, I should have looked it up. Um, but like I saw someone who was like level 30 before and they're level like 400 now. Uh, so they basically are ch- kind of yeah they're cha- they changed the values i'm not sure why they did it it felt like I'm, it probably to see. i mean it's got to be something like there's just so many games now maybe that's the case is maybe too many people were like reaching 99 or getting too close 
and they wanted to keep it exciting. Uh, there was a couple other tidbits of news that came out with this info, one of which um, the uh, this was actually on the PlayStation blog, the France one. Uh, they said they're going to be having um, trophy progress tracking on. So if you're similar to how Xbox One achievements work, you can actually see which percent, how much of the, the achievement you've unlocked. If it's, for example, like, find these 10 collectibles. As you get each one, the, 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 the bar will fill up. Super useful. Um, then that chunk of info got taken down. So maybe oh. that's not happening. Okay. So who knows? I would hope they would do that because that's stuff. I like that stuff, but that yeah, that part was removed. So maybe it's not happening, or maybe they're waiting for a, a later date to actually announce that. Who knows? Do you know what your level is, or do you have to like I update? Have to, I have the update. I have the update. All right. Uh, until then, I'll just keep going down this list. Yep. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered was announced. Ooh, which one? Which this is though? one. Of- which Hot Pursuit? <laughs> Um, the one from 2010. The oh, the robbers, good one! Yeah, yeah. This was this was like one of the last good Need for Speeds I can remember being like pretty into. I think you and I played this. We played a this a ton together. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be 40 bucks. I think that's the price I saw for consoles. 30 on PC. This is coming. Um, let's see, coming to PS4, Xbox, and PC on November 6th. Uh, and the Switch version is on November 13th. Uh. I might, I might pick this up. I liked this one a lot. This had a yeah. really good multiplayer mode. The on the online for uh, this one was phenomenal. Yeah, this was basically fun. burnout meets like cops and robbers. It was great. Yeah, it was it was pretty much a cops and robbers game mode where you would get abilities and you would like attack the other team, whether they're in, uh, behind you dropping spike traps and stuff. And it was just a pretty exciting time. Uh, I just remember playing a lot of this in my freshman dorm when i first got to college <laughs> so that, that's a that might just be nostalgia for me but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that continuing on mortal kombat 11 <laughs> got some news <laughs> today <laughs> Everyone, um, everyone's been sending this to me oh yeah why I mean, why is that because uh they announced their new character pack with three new characters uh they and you're finally, a big rain fan right yeah i love rain rain's great uh they added rain they added or they're adding rain they're adding melina and they're adding rambo who is actually being is voiced by sylvester sylvester stallone yeah and and for reference's sake arnold is in the game already as the terminator but it is a sound alike it is not actually arnold arnold picked someone to voice him in in the, the game but this is actually oh, sylvester stallone yeah I mean, what is Sylvester doing these days? Uh, Creed 2, which came out like two years ago, one year ago. He's he's been doing movies. He's directing a bunch. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're right. And wasn't he? um, Wasn't he in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yes. Yeah. As like as like um, Yondu's old mentor or something like that, or like the leader of the space pirates. I don't remember. I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in a long time. I think I saw it once as well. Yes, so that's the next character pack that's happening. Um, they did also announce Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, um, which is going to include everything. And this one will get a like free upgrade to the next-gen consoles if you purchase yeah. it on current-gen stuff. Isn't it crazy those consoles come out in a month? Yeah, uh, it's, it's weird. It doesn't feel like a launch right now. It's, it's gonna be super weird but yeah one month one month i'm excited man i can't wait to not play that much games on it or to just continue playing apex 
on my <laughs> Xbox Series X. That's probably what's going to happen is I'm going to boot up Apex. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, this next story, I wish uh, Paul was here for it, but the Resident Evil reboot got a whole bunch of cast members. Are you? Do you have any interest in the Resident Evil movie? Because we can move on if, if you... Is don't. this Paul W.S. Anderson or is this the one that's on Netflix or what is this? This is the Resident Evil reboot. Uh, I don't think it's the Netflix one because isn't that one animated? Yeah, that one's like about like Wesker's kids or something like that. It's, it's weird. <clears throat> it's not that. It's not that one. I think there's a whole bunch of <laughs> Resident Evil film and TV properties happening. This one, um, this one has like you know, it has Wesker, it has uh, Jill, Claire, um, Chris. Leon, I understand this one's going to be close to the games. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I, I, uh, I've I, seen several of these actors in other shows and movies, for what it's worth. Who all is in this here? If you go down yeah, to like rec- the second paragraph, I don't, I don't it'll say the where they're names. from. Yeah. It'll say uh, what, what movies. Cause, so we, we got like the antagonist from Ant-Man and the Wasp as a... Uh, Jill Valentine. That's a Hannah John Kamen. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I, I like the Umbrella Academy a lot, so they got one Tom of the main guys Popper. from there. Kaiskel Delario. Yeah, like I don't recognize any of these, but I recognize the things that they're from. If that makes sense. But yeah, no they they've uh, got they've got Chris. They've got Claire, Jill, Chris, Wesker. Leon and William Birkin. So they've they've covered basically the plots of Resident Evil 1 and 2. And maybe even 3. I don't think I've even heard of William Birkin before. Alright, I finally got my guy? update. Okay. William Birkin is the is the guy who creates the virus. He's from the second game. <clears throat> Alright. Uh I it so I managed to get a before and after on my trophies. Uh it showed me that before I was level level 12 at about 75% progress to level 13. Now I seem to be leveled 216. Nice, congrats. I did it. I've leveled Jump, up. Jumped up almost 200 levels. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, <clears throat> all right, now well, that's going to do it for news. All right, that was so short compared to the last couple of weeks. Good Lord. Actually, last to be fair, last week um, was short as well, but compared to like the last couple of months, yes. This is, the news is ramping down. So yeah, let's do some uh, user questions. If you would like to send in a question for the show, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or you can send it to John's P.O. Box, and no matter what you send, we're going to read it. That's the rule of that one. Uh, This first question comes to us from Rinku. Have you ever disassembled a video game console or controller before? If so, why and how did it go? Yes. I've done this a couple of times. Yeah, no, most people won't. Uh, I had one controller that got soaked in pop, so I popped it open trying to save it and did manage to save it. Uh, I've also had to replace the rubbers on an NES controller and a Super Nintendo controller, so I've done that for both of those. And okay. uh, I've also taken apart an NES to replace the pin connector. The inside. rubbers, like the like the start buttons? So like, so each button, like there's the plastic buttons that you're used to play, pressing, like the rubberish buttons. Yeah. And then there's a, a rubber, like coding underneath that that connects it the button presses to the actual like circuit board in the controller 
I see. Okay. All right. So those are what you usually refer to when you say you're replacing the rubbers. What about consoles? All right. Uh, NES and uh, I think the controller that got soaked was a PS2 controller. Well, I mean, have you have you disassembled a console before? Yeah, NES. Oh, okay. All right. I have done uh, that. Line- yeah. Linebacker writes in and says, what are your favorite strategies as imposter in Among Us? Sean, have you played this yet? I haven't played Among Us. Um, I think I did mention this when we talked a little bit about it. When I, when I play um, Avalon or Resistance, I just yell a lot and then no one really knows what team I'm on. And that works out a lot of the time for me. Yelling helps, definitely. Uh, when playing Imposter, uh, it's best to either like use the uh, sabotages that force teams to split up. Or it's also good to turn out the lights and just get people in a group together and just pick someone off from the shadows. That works surprisingly well. Right, right on. Pro tips. Suku Suku writes, you just made your Hollow Live debut. Would you pick a character or be yourself? What hair color would your avatar be? What's your gimmick? I have no idea what this is. So uh, have you not seen the rise of like VTubers? Virtual YouTubers? Is this like how the Chuck E. Cheese has a Twitter as a Twitch account now? Kind of. Uh, VTubers are basically like animated avatars for people. And like, so instead of like showing themselves on webcam, they get an animated version of themselves or of a character that okay, they've yeah. created. Yeah, I've watched the Chuck E. Cheese Twitter. I fucking knew you were going to bring the Chuck E. Cheese one. Yeah, so it's it's like what, that. Who, what's the not, most popular VTuber? Uh, who's, who's the name to beat? AI Chan, I think, is the most popular one. But right now, <laughs> uh, Corone is also catching up on there. She's a, an anime dog girl. Naturally. I mean, yeah. Is Hatsune Miku on this? No, Miku's a musical artist. They're, they're not like a, a streamer thing. It's it's not even like branded companies. It's literally like like say like I had an animated avatar. That would be like my VTuber character essentially. Okay. All right. Now okay, now that I'm caught up, I would probably pick an animated version of myself. Uh someone is actually working on an animated version of Rosa John for me, so I guess it would be her. Uh, okay. What color would your avatar have? Or hair color? Uh her hair color. Mine would be purple because that's my favorite color. There you go. And what's your gimmick? Uh, nudity? Is that allowed? No, that is not allowed. Okay. That is OnlyFans. <laughs> you got to do an OnlyFans for that. Okay. See, I'm just trying to get like all the followers. So I just figured let's just do the shortcut. Just yeah, just um, jump right to the end game there. Yeah. Just like show my feet every time I get a subscriber, we turn on the feet cam. <laughs> Why are you like this? Oh, uh, I'm in this to make money. I can um, tell and and turn heads um, at your feet. And I got I don't have time for I don't have time for games. <laughs> what's why? What's your gimmick? I I wouldn't really have one. I don't think I would just scream a lot. Scream a lot and play okay. games. Yeah. Offer something new to the internet. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. VGC Kenny writes in and says, if you were job hunting, would you put TDP or any of your other internet content on your resume? Not as a job exactly, but under special skills or something. 100%. 100%. In fact, I TDP is on has been on all of my resumes as a job. Yeah, because that's the field you work in. Essentially, you work in production. Yeah, exactly. I am extremely confident this podcast has helped me get almost every job I have gotten because I am doing video audio work for a living. And this is exactly what shows that also the fact of how long it's done and how consistent I do it. That's a big thing. So you should definitely do that. And you could definitely call it a job. You should put your extracurriculars on your, you know, it also depends kind of what the job you're going for is. Um, if, if, if I was looking for a job that had nothing to do with audio or video, I might just put it in extracurriculars or whatever, but even then, like it's still there's like management to this. There's there's timeliness and, and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of skills you can get from this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I agree 100 uh, percent. You Kenny also writes in and says, if you were able to send a switch and a copy of Mario Odyssey to your 10 year old self and you got it so they were able to play it. Would 10 year old you be able to comprehend it or would it be too much for them? Well, when I was 10, the N64 wasn't out yet, so I would be very confused. So you don't think you'd be able to comprehend it? Well, because it would be like the first 3D game I would have played <clears throat> at that yeah. point. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that would be just super jarring to be like, oh, I love all these 2D games. What's this third dimension? What's all these sticks? What's happening with this? Why? I don't understand. And then imagine yeah, playing Odyssey. Changes? Imagine playing Odyssey and then a year later, Mario 64 comes out. That would be disgusting. It would be so hard I mean, to play that. You would have. To, that's 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 the kind of the monkey paw of this question because like th- there is there is a like a beauty of like getting to play one of the best Mario games so long ago. But the other hand is you've ruined games for yourself for like close to like ten years before they can catch up and do anything similar. Uh, that's that's the issue there. I think I would have been able to get it when I was ten. What was I playing when I was ten? I would have, well, what year was like that? Like I, I would have, I would have been into N sixty four by that point. I, I might have been even like getting close to the GameCube. Um, what year would you be ten? Ten would have been two thousand two. Oh, GameCube was out by at least a year at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't get a GameCube when it launched, so it was just it, so. I, that's what I'm saying is, I would have been close to getting a GameCube. Um, so I think I would have. Gotten it? I just don't know if, at 10 years old if I would have been able to like realize just how awesome it is. Because uh, I, I think that's kind of one of the other things with Odyssey is uh, because I have the history, I got to see like, wow, and then they they really iterated on it, you know, this many times, you know, we got we got Sunshine and that was mm-hmm. bad and then we got Galaxy and that was great. And wow, look at this. Now we have Odyssey and it's like the best one. So I just don't think I would have appreciated it as as much surprisingly. <clears throat> Yeah, I could see also, that. Also, ten-year-old boys are idiots. Definitely. Also, that. <laughs> but I think yours. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd be able to comprehend it. Even. I wouldn't be able to because yeah, it would be the first 3D game I would have played, and then like uh, then to see everyone be excited about Mario 64 would be brutal. It, it, you're right; it would completely ruin gaming for me for like a decade to two decades. See, I think you might even reject it. You might even be like. I don't want to do this because I only want a side scroll or, you know, you know what I mean? I only want to, mm. I don't want to deal with 3d. And then 
And then maybe you would actually go to 64 because like it's it's janky enough like like the the jump to it is not as it, drastic. it feels like where it should be yeah yeah maybe that's maybe that's what it would be who knows uh raster man writes what's the name of that runescape podcast nathan wanted to be <laughs> <years ago?" laughs> i have no idea do you remember i don't either i do not i wonder if we ever did that was such a long time ago i don't even know how would i find that out besides going back and and listening to those podcasts if someone who is listening to the old podcast i bet you a viewer knows it please write in i bet you feel free to write in and we'll read it when when that happens uh and second question of raster man what was the first nickname you ever used online proto man proto man yeah as in like the mega man character yeah yeah um I don't, I see. I have my Angel Gamer one, and that's why I've never changed it because it's so old and stupid. Mm. But I want to say like my first like Hotmail account was like Blue Monkey Dude or something like that. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, which I I only made it that because my friend had a had a Hotmail account named Monkey Dude, and then we had like an in joke about blue monkeys that I could not tell you anything about what that joke was. So I made blue monkey dude and that, but that would have been, that was around the same time ish as well. So yeah, there's mine. All right. And last question we got, it's from Cody. Uh, what is your out of left field? Never going to happen character that you would like to see in smash brothers. Mine would be a car from rocket league. If we're going completely left field, really crazy. I thought about this. I didn't, couldn't, didn't have an answer for the podcast on Tuesday. But today I do. It's it's Tetris. It's line piece from Tetris. A line, sure, yeah, yeah. Because that, yeah, there's easy answers like you could say Waluigi, but that that could actually happen. You know what I mean? So you almost got to pick one that wouldn't happen, right? Yeah, and I don't think line piece would happen. Because um, to me, like I think of like Professor Layton, but that could happen. It's a Nintendo franchise. Yeah. Like that, that same. I had, I had Ryu Hayabusa and uh, like Dante from Dumb Cry. Those could happen. Yeah. But Tetris yeah. line piece? No, that definitely won't happen. I can't see Tetris. That's that would be super weird. I mean, they did do Piranha Plant, which I would never that's, have guessed Piranha true. Plant as a as a character. Um, I almost think Rocket League car would be one. I I would Rocket not be surprised. A good choice. I I could see that actually being put into the game with how massive Rocket League is, and I'm sure it is huge on the Switch as well. Um, I could see that. Um. Let's see if I'm not. T- I had an answer for this a while ago when I first read the question, and I th- I've totally forgotten it. I I mean, like a Rhythm Heaven character would be pretty great, but again, it's a Nintendo franchise, so it could happen. Uh, but I just I don't think it would. So I'm I'm gonna say uh, a, a rhythm- and I can't think of a Rhythm Heaven character off the top of my head right now. Um, maybe the Baboon or something. I don't know. All right. That's it for questions. If people would like to send in questions next week, again, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Mario 35. Right on. And I'm going to give it to Ghost of Tsushima. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll be back next week. See you later. Bye, everybody.